For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome back, folks. I'm Jake Ellenbogen, your co-host. My other co-host, of course, is former Rams linebacker Cameron Lynch of the Believe in Rams podcast. You are listening to the Believe in Rams podcast on the Believe Network. Uh, we are covering on episode 132 today the Rams and Bucks preview. Uh, before we get into that, I'm going to ask two things. First off, subscribe, like, rate, review, do all that stuff. Uh, it's easier for me to just say do everything right uh whatever you can do if you're on a podcast platform be sure to review it if you're on youtube be sure to like it and comment we want to hear your thoughts but let's dive into the uh bet online a little ad read i got here uh basketball is back and bet online remains your number one source for all sports betting needs this season you'll always find the latest odds team matchup info player news and game trends at bet online and as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V. To receive your rewards, bet online where the game starts. So there yeah. we we have it. We got everything out of the way. The intro's here, but we got the burning question, my man. Ooh. And the burning question coming into this game, Cam, it's very simple. Can the Rams still win the NFC West if they fall victim to a defeat in Tampa? Yes. I, I think so. I mean, I know the Seahawks are looking good. Geno Smith is throwing the deep ball really well. Uh, they're leading the NFC West right now. Uh, you know, the Rams took an L to the 49ers last week, but I don't think it's out of touch there. Um, and I want to I want to go back to Geno Smith really quick, right? Because when the Rams play the Seahawks, I think that's going to be really important, you know, for the DBs to really lock in against him. But I played Geno Smith in college when I was at Syracuse. And so Syracuse versus West Virginia, uh, pinstripe ball. I mean, we got after. After Gino. And one thing I know about him is he does not like pressure. And so if the Rams apply pressure to Gino whenever they play him, the number one seed in the NFC West, then they're going to have some success. So, um, yeah, I think I think Rams have a chance. 
I agree with you. I mean, they don't have to play the Niners the rest of the year. Come on now. I mean, you know, Cam, I got to <laughs> say this before we dive into this, uh, you know, this preview. Let's just let's remind people that the Rams got swept last year, too, to the 49ers and they won the Super Bowl. And it wasn't the greatest look this year. Uh, probably some of the worst two games I think they've played against the Niners since McVay and Shanahan rivalry. But brutal. I will say this. Okay. We saw some things in the first half that I think they're going to be able to push forward. They're going to be able to build off that. And you know, Sean McVay isn't throwing that tape away. He is going to make sure the things we did in the first half, this is how we play winning football. Now let's translate it to the second half. Cause this is a game of two halves, right? Four mm -hmm. quarters. And uh, you know, I think it's, it's crucial to, to find the, I, I, you don't want to be too positive because you have to correct mistakes, yeah. but I think it's crucial to be positive in this sense about what you did in the first half coming off a bye, no less when you're susceptible to getting beat out of the bye, you're susceptible to starting off slow lackluster. And they did not do that. They had a delayed reaction uh, where the second half didn't go their way, but going into this game, cam, we got the Rams offense, the 23rd in DVOA taking on the bucks defense where fifth in DVOA, uh, I know you're probably going to agree with me and with this because you know, you follow the bucks as well. I and mean, you played for them. The Buccaneers are not the run defending team. They were last year. Uh, I don't think any running back went over a hundred yards last year on the ground. <laughs> and this year, I mean, they've had some trouble and I, I think all, all bets are off. The Rams have struggled to run the ball and I get that, but I also feel like there's, they've struggled to commit to running the ball to the main chick. As we talked about <laughs> now we got this whole cam acres dynamic going on. Let's Ooh. let me be very clear. I don't care who gets the rock. Okay. I want to see them run the ball 30 times and make this defense defend it. But what are mm -hmm. your thoughts? Yep, I agree. I agree. The Ravens had their way with, with the Buccaneers running the football. Right? Kenyon Drake, those guys, they they did a great job running the football. Lamar Jackson. And that's, I think, at the end of the day, whoever runs the ball the best is going to win this game. I think it's the matter of who's gonna, whose backfield is going gonna, is gonna to push that line of scrimmage forward. Um, and, and we talk about the line of scrimmage again. We talk about it every podcast. That's probably the most important thing of the game in, in the game of football. And if the Rams' offensive line gets some pushback against the Buccaneers' defensive line, like the Ravens did, then they're going to find some success. But that's the name of the game is who's going to run the ball better against the Buccaneers or against the Rams. Yeah, and they got some talented guys. You know, Rashad White is, is not a slouch. Uh, was a big fan of his coming out of Arizona State. Um, big fan mm -hmm. of Kalen Balazs, too, came out of Arizona State. I think they've had some good backs, but Rashad White seems to have some trust now from Tom Brady, and I think that goes a long way. Um, you look at Leonard Fournette. I mean, this is somebody he was drafted in the first round of, like, every fantasy league this year in redrafts. Uh, people really believe that Fournette is going to have a really good year, and it's been he's had his moments. Um, but the Rams have also done a nice job against the run. You know, if you get rid of McCaffrey's game, you know, last week and even McCaffrey against them in the Panthers game, uh, aside from that though, the Rams, they find themselves as a top five run defense, according to DVOA. And I think when you, you look at why, I mean, yeah, maybe they're sacrificing some pass rush and we've talked about that, but they have guys like Justin Hollins and Leonard Floyd that, are you know premier edge defenders as defensive guys that that can stop the run um and, and you know i think that's really key there i think they're definitely gonna have to stop the run for for the buccaneers i think the rams 
Um, and, and I will kind of go back to, to what I was saying about whoever runs the ball. I do have an issue. Uh, I don't think they should trot Cam Akers out there into a feature back role. First mm. off, I don't think he's earned it going into this game. He's Ooh. averaging less than three yards per carry, you know. Um, I think you, you got to see more Henderson, but man, I, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say it over and over again. Kyron Williams, you got to get that guy going this week. I understand they want, they, they want to take it slow. No. Okay. I heard <laughs> Jordan Rodriguez came on DTR and basically said like, he's ready to go. Like you could mm. tell he's fired up. Right. And, and this guy, what he did at Notre Dame, the, the only issue I have with Kyron is the eight fumbles in two years. That's the only issue. The speed, I don't care about. Like Eric Blount, what, he ran a, a 4.7? His speed was fine in the NFL. I mean, yeah, he still yeah. was running by guys. You know, I don't think Kyron's speed's an issue. I think the fumbling's an issue, but we haven't seen that kind of present itself in the NFL. That might change. But one thing we know for sure, Cam, is that he can pass protect just like Henderson. He, he's a former receiver from high school, so he can receive just like Henderson, and he can run the ball just like Henderson. So I think when you have those two in a timeshare, then maybe sprinkle a little Ronnie Rivers in there. I mean, now you're not tipping your hand as much. Now the defense has to defend everything whereas if cam Akers is out there well he can't really pass protect on the level of those guys so you have to imagine okay Akers in there they're probably gonna run the ball mm -hmm. yep yep and then henderson right we talked about him becoming the main chick right yes. uh last game i know he was sick you mentioned it before like hey unless you have the unless it's the flu game unless you're michael jordan like i don't want to hear that so hopefully he has some time to recover and get ready to go but we need henderson to go from that side chick role now that he's not six to the main chick role because he can do it all he's mr consistency and so then when you add in different tandems of different backs then you're able to have some success and and i, I was watching the buccaneers the ravens game again and they have the same issue that the Rams does when it comes to the run game. The run game sets up the pass game. And a lot of the broadcasters were talking about it on Thursday Night Football. They were like, you have to be able to run the ball. So then for Tom Brady, you have to be able to run the ball to open up the pass game. Tom Brady does a great job of, of passing the ball over linebackers specifically. And it hurts my feelings a little bit because I'm a linebacker myself. But he does a great job of... Uh, of having guys commit to the run and then finding those little pockets right over the middle, similar to what Jimmy Garoppolo did, right? A lot of his passes were right over the middle. Tom Brady, the same. There, A lot of his successes right over the middle. And so for the Rams, what they have to do, like you said, stop the run like they always do, but also know that they're playing against Tom Brady. I mean, the guy is the GOAT. So um, the run games will be crucial for this, for success for for both teams, the Buccaneers and the Rams. I play for both, so I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> I don't want to lean too far on the Buccaneers side, you know what I mean? But I, I got to show them some love and um, show keys for success for both teams. No, absolutely. And, and I, I definitely agree with that. I think they got to get the play action passing attack going. I mean, when, you know, Sean McVay's in his element and Matthew Stafford is, it's when they're in play action. Matthew Stafford's rolling out to the right. And it's just, I mean, it's like Madden at that point where you have a guy streaking down the field like, oh my God, here it goes. We saw that against Tampa last year. I think it was week four cam uh, at SoFi Stadium. It was Deshaun Jackson who came down with the rock. Uh, I want to see more 2-2 Atwell action, but I can tell you right mm -hmm. now, I definitely need to see more van jefferson because zero mm -hmm. targets needs to get better this is a guy that had 800 yards last year in his second season and i think he's got enormous potential it can be a 1200 1400 yard receiver uh if given the opportunity um he didn't really have much of a training camp so i understand if they want to you know kind of go easy on him but I, I think you have to have him out there and that's what they did last week they opened up the the deep crosser i think it was like a 30 yarder to cooper cup that was because of Van Jefferson stretching the field. We mm -hmm. talked about the field stretcher and how important it is and how much it really does affect the defense. 
you saw it in in action against the Niners. So you want to see more of that. You want to exploit the Bucks and experience at corner. And the reason I say that is because they're starting a guy who is a draft crush of my uh, of mine in Zion McCollum, who I think is going to be an absolute stud, but he is so inexperienced and you can tell. Uh, yeah. In addition to that, I think when you you looked at these guys on the Rams that can generate missed tackles, you talk about a Cooper Cup, a Van Jefferson, uh, Kyron Williams, if he plays, it just generates a ton of missed tackles. This is a team that did not tackle at all last week. They gave up 20 missed tackles, 20. Ooh. I mean, that's insane. You're not going to win any football game. I can't even believe they were even in it. I mean, giving mm -hmm. up 20 missed tackles, that's ridiculous. So I think the Rams definitely have to take advantage of that. Um, and I think that they have to take advantage of the fact that Shaq Barrett is out. And, you know, because Shaq Barrett's out, that means a guy like, you know, Nelson will be in there. Um, you know, Joe Tryon, Shoyanka, you know, guys like that are going to have to step up. And I do think that presents an opportunity for the Rams, not only their pass protection, which has been better, by the way, uh, but in the run game as well. Maybe you run to their side, make them beat you uh, at defending the run. Um, I think there are definitely a bunch of avenues that both these teams can go. And I wouldn't be surprised that either team pulls out all the stops. They throw some trick plays out there. This is kind of a crossroads for their season. I mean, you know, you win this game and I think, <clears throat> you know, you, you mentioned it um, that you think they can still win the NFC West if they lose this. I think so too, but Tampa, I don't think can win their division if they lose this. I know they have the tiebreaker to the Falcons, but things are getting bleak for Tampa. They need this game. Desperate teams are hard to beat. And right mm -hmm. now, luckily for the Rams, they're just as desperate. So <laughs> I think they're both going to be pulling out all the stops. And I think it's going to be a, a more explosive game than people are giving it credit. I wouldn't bet the under. I'm just going to say that right now. I would not <laughs> bet the under on this one because I think it could go either way. Uh, but we're going to move on to your side of the ball, the defense. Ooh. What are your thoughts initially just talking about the Rams defense, 13th and DVOA, taking on the Bucks offense, 18th and DVOA? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say it again. Bobby Wagner, superstar play. I'm I'm waiting for it, right? Because, I'm like I said, I'm a little biased. I, I played linebacker. I'm seeing Levante David make big plays against the Ravens. I know they didn't get the W, but those guys are making big plays. Pass breakups, almost interceptions, tackle for losses. Bobby Wags, I want to I want to see a pick six six game, Jake. I want to see something something in say strip strip sacks, something just that can just fire the crowd up for Bobby Wagner because you know while I was playing, he, he was that guy. He was Mister Consistency. He, he was he was making every tackle that he came across, and so I would like to see Bobby Wagner uh, um, go off this game, and also too when it comes to when it comes to the safety play. For the Rams, we talked about it last week, but the safety play for the Rams, it has to get better. It has to get, but has to get get better. And you're playing against Tom Brady. <laughs> hey, like no matter how bad the Buccaneers are doing, you they have to play their best game of their lives because at the end of the day, it's one of the better players um, that I've that I faced that the that anyone has faced if you put on pads, and they have to know that they'll get they'll get demolished if they don't so um stop the stop the run right whoever runs the ball the best is going to win this game so stop the run like the Rams have been doing Bobby Wagner make big plays like you've been like you've been making and just know that the goat is lined up across from you and it's a reminder cam there's a reason why these were the two NFC teams that everybody was talking about before the season and the Packers 
they have a lot of talent. I mean, I don't really understand the Packers, to be honest with you, because it's <laughs> Rodgers, and I mean, they have a good defense, some good defensive players. But anyway, my point is, the Rams and Bucks have the talent. I mean, when you go through this roster, I mean, they have talent everywhere. Yeah, it's their insane. offensive line's been dinged up. They had um, Ali Marpet retire, which I do think is bigger than people let on. Um, yeah. And I said that coming into the year. Russell Gage has been hurt pretty much all year. He's been battling injury. Julio Jones, they added, which looks great on paper, but he's not the same Julio of old, and he's still dealing with issues. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you talk about Chris Godwin. Love the guy. He's a fantastic talent, but he's been dealing with issues. You know, you have all sorts of injuries going on. Now you lose Shaq Barrett probably for the year, I would imagine. Uh, it, it's been a lot for them. They, they've gone, the, and no one is going to feel sorry for them either because that's just the way the NFL is. Gronkowski isn't there. They're now down to their fourth-round pick, uh, Cade Otten, who I think the, the Rams defense definitely has to you know look out for because I think, mm -hmm. you know, um, not Sean McVay, uh, Tom Brady has been developing a, a connection with him. And Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers, I'll say this, there's not one quarterback compared to those two that are, are like, you have to earn it. Like just because you wear the helmet does not mean I'm throwing you the ball. And mm -hmm. we see that all the time. Aaron Rodgers is like, there, there'd be a guy open on the other side of the field, wide open, and he could easily get it to him. But he's like, but are you going to catch it? I mean, am I going to throw a bomb to Christian Watson 50 yards down the field, have him drop it when he's wide open against the Vikings to open up the season? Am I going to go back <laughs> to him or am I going to go to Randall Cobb, who I'm used to throwing to? Am I going to go to uh, Romeo Dobbs, who is also a rookie, but he stepped up on a bigger level? Uh, it's the same thing with Tom Brady. These guys got to earn their keep. And that's the thing. When you look at those quarterbacks, they might be scrutinized for being, you know, kind of more, uh, you know, picky. But it's like, hey, I'm throwing you a good ball. You better freaking catch it. You're in the yeah. NFL, you know? So I do think, you know, now you see Kate Otten, he's starting to develop a, you know, a connection with Brady, um, you know, guys like Scotty Miller. I mean, you know, just Johnny on the spot, right? I mean, you have to worry about guys like him uh, because, mm -hmm. look, it doesn't matter who has the rock. If Brady connects on some of those throws and, and these guys can get open, I mean, they can do some damage. And when you're going up against this bend, no break defense, it's almost like, like I understand it, but you like kind of like you mentioned, it's similar to Garoppolo this week. They might have to be a little bit more physical, uh, you know, and, and kind of play up a little bit more. I think mm -hmm. Brady is going to test you deep down the field. Absolutely, he's going to throw a deep ball to Mike uh, Evans. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine at some point in this game, maybe a Chris Godwin. Maybe they go with a wheel route to Rashad White, get him involved. Uh, but definitely Brady is going to test a seam buster over the middle to Kada, and he's not afraid to throw deep down the field like Garoppolo is. But Brady will hit you with the thousand cuts that you bring up. I mean, death yeah. by a thousand cuts. So the Rams have to be able to prepare for that. And you're absolutely right. I mean, Bobby Wagner, they need to use him creatively in this game. He needs to step up. Uh, I think he has this year, but not on the all pro level, like you've mentioned uh, that, that he needs to. And then Leonard Floyd, Let's see him build off last week. We talked about before. I believed Leonard Floyd was the X factor in that game on the defensive side. He had two sacks. Didn't matter. They lost 31 to 14. Let's move on. Build off that performance. I want to see Leonard Floyd get to Tom Brady in this one. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones 
who get it done. Yeah, you know what I'm looking forward to? The matchup, the Jalen Ramsey and Mike Evans matchup. That's that's going to be like a heavyweight fight right there. Because like you said, Tom Brady's going to go deep to Mike Evans. I the, watched the Ravens game. Tom Brady threw about six to seven deep balls to Mike Evans, whether he was double covered, <laughs> whether he was open or not. And so Mike Evans still has the skill, still has the speed to get open. And the matchup with Jalen Ramsey is going to is going to be, get your popcorn out. Get yeah. your popcorn now. Get ready to go because that's going to be a great matchup. And then also, too, you got Aaron Donald. Let's not forget about Aaron Donald when it comes to getting to the quarterback and especially Tom Brady. Just know Aaron Donald's ears are going to be pinned back just a little bit more compared to the rest of the quarterbacks that he's faced. It's going to be just a little bit more for Aaron Donald. And then you go to the uh, you go to the, the Buccaneer side of the ball when you go to Vita Vea, right, blocking a guy like that. I mean, there's there's so many things to account for. Um, but at the end of the day, the matchup to watch is going to be the Jalen Ramsey, the Mike Evans show. I'm excited to see what's going to come from that. I don't know if they're going to be boxing out there on the field. I know they're going to be talking mess, but it's going to be it's going to be something to see. It wouldn't be the first time Mike Evans got involved in a little uh, skirmish at some point this year. Uh, the Saints game, as everyone can recall. Uh, I'm really worried about the running backs. They played off of you know, Christian McCaffrey so much. And I understand, you know, Rashad white is a third round pick. He's not Christian McCaffrey. I mean, it's not like he can't become one, but he's not him right now. Uh, and Leonard, you know, Fournette, I think is an underrated pass catcher, which really makes no sense. Cause I don't think that's what we saw at LSU. He's really developed as a pass catcher. Mm -hmm. Um, but here's the thing though, if you're going to give him that much space, you and I, we we could be playing the running back spot right now and when we're going to you know go off for some yards because you're you're giving them all that real estate you know anybody is going and then you give them a head of steam too so i'm mm -hmm. catching it and i'm on the run now i have a head of steam and i have the momentum i can push forward i mean maybe not me i'm getting blown back 50 feet but <laughs> you know <laughs> but you know what i'm saying it's like you got to play up a little bit more uh i want to see better coverage on the line uh, on the uh the running backs cuz they can be the bailout method. I mean, this mm -hmm. is a team that they get them to third down and 14 and Rams fans are sitting there like, please don't give up 15. And then they give up 15 every time. It never fails. <laughs> so that is something to look out for. Don't let Godwin or Evans beat you over the top. And the Bucs have only allowed seven sacks all season, but teams mm -hmm. have still found a way to beat them. Mm -hmm. So the Rams have to find a way to beat them. They, they have to figure it out. Yeah. Okay. You know, seven sacks all year. They've only given up. That's really good. Uh, but find different ways. If, if Brady's getting the ball out quickly and you're tackling, you're not missing tackles and it's only two yards, you'll take that. That's a one that you you won that rep. Uh, mm -hmm. So that is something to keep in mind. I also want to see him come down with interceptions. Jalen, you dropped two last week. Come on. Mm -hmm. let, let, let's see some interceptions this week. Yeah, yeah. We, we, need, we need those, right? Rams defense needs those um, turnovers and... It's going to go down to the fourth quarter, as we know. The Ravens game, uh, I know like the, the Buccaneers were blown out uh, by that time, but Tom Brady brought, brought the game back from like 22 to 27. And so just know for these guys, it's going to be a four-quarter game. You got to get turnovers. You got to stop the run. And going back to Tom Brady's piece of just death by a thousand cuts, right? Tom Brady likes to start with the run game, get Leonard Fournette going. Uh, the, I think the Buccaneers probably only have three rushing touch, four rushing touchdowns on the season so far. So it's not looking good. So you know what they're talking about in practice this week. We got to be able to run the football. And so off of that, Tom Brady's going to go to some of those crossing routes. Chris Godwin's going to come across behind some of the linebackers. So 
it's going to be important for the Rams to keep the game in front of them, right? Tackle the ball carrier because a lot of times if Tom Brady's first or second option isn't there, like you say, he's going to go to that small route. That's going to be a cut because if there's open space there, Leonard Fournette or White's going to get open and they're going to be able to make cause some damage. So keeping for the Rams, keeping the game in front of them, forcing turnovers is going to be really big. And then also, too, if they can get pressure on Tom Brady, Leonard Floyd, you said your, your weapon next guy, if he can get some pressure on Tom Brady and, and, um, and get him disgruntled, uh, they'll, ha- they'll have a chance here. And I mean, I'm not ruling out Justin Hollins or Terrell Lewis getting pressure either. I mean, if they want to join the party, join it. You know, yep. I'm not, I'm not yep. against that. Uh, moving into the final segment before we go into the final score, uh, X factors, cam, give me an offensive and a defensive X factor for both the Rams and the bucks. And then I'll hit you with mine. Yeah. So offensive X factor for let's go. The Rams first, I'm going to go, I'm going to go our guy. Um, all right. Allen Robinson again. I mean, he ha- <laughs> he's the one. I mean, Cooper Cup, like if you have a, a legit X factor, he's gonna be him every game, right? Let's 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 put that out the window now. But Allen Robinson, we want him to heat up. We want him to heat up. We talked about it last podcast. He's been lukewarm. His opportunities, we need him to heat up this game. So he's gonna be my X factor. And then I'm gonna go on the defense side again, Troy Hill. I know last game it was his couple games back. So he, you know, he's finding his footing. But I think Troy Hill's gonna make some big plays. He does in every game. So I'm gonna stick with those guys. I like that. Um, so for offensive, and this is this is contingent on if he plays and if he's <laughs> on a pitch count or not. You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. I am going to go with Kyron Williams. I think mm-hmm. he is the X factor because if he plays, there's no tape on him. There's none. There's no NFL tape. There is no tape out there on how Sean McVay wants to deploy a back like that. Uh, you could just watch Daryl Henderson tape and maybe get an idea. But if he gives him 20 carries and guess what, that's not going to help you because they don't give Henderson 20 carries. So mm-hmm. I think Kyron's ability in pass pro, I think in the receiving game in the run game, kind of what we saw at Ronnie rivers, you know, immediately having, you know, some success in the receiving game, but he wasn't the runner. I think you're going to get a more upgraded Ronnie rivers out of the get go. And so I think, uh, they should start with Henderson, but I think it should be a timeshare between him and Kyra and Williams. I want to see both of them. I want to see them a lot. I want to see them. I mean, if I had my way, I'd run 15 times with both of them in this game <laughs> yeah. um, and then probably throw it 10 times to each of them. No, I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> Alan, throwing the Allen Robinson. <laughs> yeah. Ben 25 Jefferson. touches, 50 touches to the running backs. <laughs> like just no, you know what? Uh, no, but uh, that would be my X factor. I just think what he does is now, it creates an issue for the defenses who now have kind of figured out, okay, McVay is going to pass it here. McVay is going to throw it here. If you have Kyron Williams in there, maybe you mix it up and you put Kyron Williams and Henderson in the backfield. Now we're cooking with gas. I've only been asking for it since Todd Gurley and Henderson 2019. But, uh, you know, if you're able to do something like that, the defense is going to have a really hard time figuring out what's going on. So I'm going to say Kyron's the X factor because he can kind of dictate everything there. Uh, for the, the Rams defensive guy, um, I am going to say, since I went with Leonard Floyd last week, I'm going to go with somebody a little different this week. I'm going to say Ernest Jones. Uh, mm-hmm. Ernest Jones stepped up big in the postseason last year. Um, you know, this is somebody that I don't believe was a starter yet. The the time they faced last week, uh, last year in week four. So now he's really emerged. 
I want to see him have a really big game next to Bobby Wagner. Um, and, and I think, you know, they've, they've blitzed Bobby Wagner. I'd like to see him blitz Ernest Jones. This is a guy mm-hmm. that had a sack in the Super Bowl on Joe Burrow. Let's not forget about that. He also had the, the fourth down pass breakup on the first drive of the game for, you know, with Joe Burrow. So I, I want to see him get used more, in, in, you know, creatively. You got to generate pressure on Tom Brady. That is mm-hmm. how they figured it out. And keep this in mind for anyone saying, well, the Rams only beat the Bucks last year because they had Andrew Whitworth and Von Miller. Well, guess what? They beat the Bucs with a guy who wasn't on the roster anymore at the end of the year in Deshaun Jackson. And Von mm. Miller was not on the team yet. He had not even been thought of probably as a trade option at that point in time. They beat him with Terrell Lewis, and who knocked out Gronkowski for like five weeks because that's Spear. And mm. then uh, they beat him with Justin Hollins, who was playing really good football until he got hurt. So, um, and Okoronkwo as well. So if they can get to Tom Brady... Um, and, and, you know, you pressure him, you know, once you like, what was it that I, I don't know if you watch any, uh, Marvel, but, uh, it was like, what was it? You know, one, once you make God bleed, they'll, they'll cease to believe in you or whatever. Mm, um, that's, that's I, I, I want to say that quote. was like a red skull reference. And then Thanos like was bleeding or whatever. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I get it. But, uh, <laughs> but Brady in the, the divisional round was bleeding. Mm, Thanos. So they made God bleed, you know, mm. I'm just saying, um, but no, I, I think the X factor for that reason, I think I'm going to go with Ernest Jones. And then for the box, I'm going to say Rashad White's the X factor for the box because mm. Rashad White can beat you in the run game. He can beat you in the receiving game. He's not a bad pass protector. They can keep him out there. They're giving him more opportunities each week. Uh, so I'll say that. And then on the defensive side, the X factor for me is Anthony Nelson, who's filling in the rest of the year. Uh, for the injured, um, you know, uh, I totally forgot his name, uh, Shaq Barrett. Um, the reason I say Anthony Nelson is because he is good against the run. He needs to show it. He needs to step up. But Anthony Nelson is a player to look out for because if he can stop the running, say he gets some pressure off the edge, that's more production than probably Tampa's expecting to get since mm-hmm. a guy like, I mean, Shaq Barrett is an outstanding pass rusher. So losing him is is significant. Yeah, yeah, and if I if I go the X factor um, for the Buccaneers, I'm gonna go Julio Jones. He's been hurt for a while. He's been a little quiet, you know. It's like where is Julio? You know, he's not the same Atlanta Julio. I think Julio is gonna be someone that the Rams are gonna have to watch out for. I think he's gonna have a dynamic game. I talked about Jalen Ramsey covering Mike Evans, but who's gonna who's gonna lock down Julio, right? So that's gonna be a really <laughs> important <laughs> that's gonna be a really important matchup for the Rams to pay attention to. And then if we go on the offensive side. For the Buccaneers, the X factor. Sorry, the, on the defensive side, the X factor for the Buccaneers. Yes, yes, my, the, the the defensive side. I'm gonna go Devin White. Uh, he had trouble. He had trouble last game. Uh, Levante David played really well, so I'm sure he's probably in the film room. Like, dang, like the OG next to me, he played well. You know, I'm, I'm not I'm not stepping up like I should. Um, I know he had some trouble in the run game. Uh, the rookie center for the Ravens. I know he got the best of Devin White that game, cutting him off a, a lot during the run game. So. I think this game, Devin White's going to step his game up, and we're going to see that pro bowl, that all pro linebacker that that we all know uh, in Devin White. And so th- those are my, my X factors for, for the Buccaneers. 
Devin White's a good one. I was a little worried when, uh, you know, the legend himself, Warren Sapp, kind of called him out on Twitter. I was like, oh, boy, you're going to light a fire under Devin White. He's going to mm-hmm. watch like three interceptions, three forced fumbles. The man's going to play like it's, uh, you know, the Wilt Chamberlain meme with like 100 points, 50 rebounds. It's going to be like that. Yeah, <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. It's going to be insane. I think he's going to go off. I think he's going to go off. So with that said, the Rams played relatively well. Let's just call it like it is. The Rams played turnover free football. They protected Matthew Stafford. Uh, but what is going to happen in this game? What do you have for a final score, Cam? Final score. Um, so I'm looking at the score from the Ravens Buccaneers game. It was 27 to 22. Um, and then you go back to the Rams game. So and that was a little bit uh, a father of a, a point spread. So <laughs> if I call if I call this one, I know I, th- I think I said 24 to 27 last game. I don't know if I got that one right, but. I'm going to shoot for that that score this game, the 24 to 27. You mentioned it's going to be an explosive game. Uh, I think it's going to be a tight one as well. So I'm going to shoot again for the 24, 27. 27. I'm a creature of habit, uh, Jake. So uh, I, I like that score, and especially with Tom Brady. I know I know he's going to light it up. And you, like you said, with the Rams not turning the ball over, of uh, doing better in pass pro, um, I'm going to call 24, 27 again. Do you think the Rams win? Rams win, of course. I mean, this is the Believe okay. in Rams podcast. Yeah, yeah, of well, course. Well, I mean, hey, you know. That's it, tough. It, You're it, right. Because I play for both teams. And people ask, yeah. like, hey, wh- which team do you like best? And I, it's like trying to say, who, hey, which parent is the best parent? And that you can't you can't say that publicly. So I couldn't say, hey, uh, I, I want this. You know, I like this team treating me better. This team treating me better. But since we're on the Believe in Rams podcast, um, you know, this is Rams house, Rams nation. I'm going to have to go with the Rams 27 uh, to the Bucks 24. I got you, um, man. Right after they lost to the Niners, I wanted to pick the Rams to lose this game because I was just like, I was all upset, you know, but you know, it, it's the overreaction Monday, right? You get it over with. We had the podcast. I kind of talked myself into it. I know they didn't make any moves and that's a little bit of a shock that we didn't really talk much about, but it's okay because there wasn't any moves out there to make. They weren't going to bet against themselves. They didn't want to be the team that was going to have the reputation the rest of time. Oh, the Rams are just, you know, F them picks. That means they're just going to trade whoever for whoever. No, you got to hold your ground. You still got to show that, hey, we value picks. We we don't hate picks. We just also Mm -hmm. value good talent. We're not about to let you rip us off. So Mm -hmm. I like that they stood pat. I don't think, uh, you know, if they went for Brian Burns, it wasn't going to happen. That's who they wanted. They didn't go crazy for Bradley Chubb. They didn't give him $60 million guaranteed this morning. Wow, Miami's going all in. Uh, (laughs) But I'm okay with it because the Rams are going to win this game 30 to 23. They're going to get the offense going. They're going to get the pass rush going. Believe it or not, that was a little bit of a spark. Leonard Floyd, two sacks. Once you get sacks, everyone else gets sacks. You talk about Greg Gaines getting a sack. Aaron Donald didn't get one last week. Aaron Donald's due. So Aaron Donald could go off. You know, you have Leonard Floyd coming off the edge. Uh, I haven't been overly impressed with Donovan Smith's play as of late at left tackle. So, you know, maybe you get Justin Hollins. Maybe they just say, screw it. Like, all right, you know, Donovan Smith's struggling. Let's just put Aaron Donald there. You know, let's just have him line up at the edge. We've seen that. He's had some success there. So, uh, yeah, I expect kind of more of, you know, building off of last week. But I think the offense is going to get going. I think you're going to be seeing a lot of Van Jefferson opening up other plays over the middle to, you know, a crosser, 
whether it's Allen Robinson or Cooper Cup. And I think the run game, I think they're going to utilize Kyron Williams. I think they're going to utilize Daryl Henderson. They might use Cam Akers a little bit, maybe some Ronnie Rivers. And I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, we're going to start to see a woken up Rams team, a woken up Sean McVay and uh, a Rams team that's hungry. And, you know, they've now been humbled way too much. There's no Mm -hmm. longer any humble pie. Okay. You've been humbled now four times. Get over the (laughs) humbleness and start winning football games. I think the Rams get back on the high side, 30 to 23. And what does that mean, Cam? After all that uh, trash talk the 49ers fans are doing to me and every Rams fan, I believe uh, the Rams, the 49ers would be tied at the same record, if I'm not mistaken. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that yeah. interesting? I, w- I was yeah. told they were way out of it. The season's over. No, they got no. 10 games. Okay. Yep. Long season. It's, not over. it's a long season. Yeah, it was a long, long season, season. Like you said, it, it, Vamos Rams. It's time to go. No more humble pie. You know, no more sitting back. It Vamos Rams. <laughs> Vamos Rams, indeed. So we both have Rams victories. We both have the Rams moving to four and four and the Bucks in some trouble. Uh, <laughs> so that's going to do it. <laughs> Uh, appreciate you. I'm Jay Kellenbogen. He's Cameron Lynch. And this has been Believe in Rams episode 132. Be sure to subscribe, like, comment, and review. And uh, check us out on Twitter at JK Bogan, at Cameron Lynch 50. We're out. Later, folks. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.